Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Tommy. And this week on Authentically Secure, the podcast, we'll be talking about self-care and what it means and how do you engender it. Secure, 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 secure. secure. For me, self-care means wholeness. It means self-love unconditionally and unapologetically. When I began on my wellness journey, self-care was the last thing on my priority list. As a matter of fact, it was something that I absolutely felt guilty about in many aspects of my life. I was a single mom. I still am a single mom. I was working, trying to juggle raising children, trying to juggle finding myself in a career. And to be very honest, I was burnt out. And I think to be very um, clear, I was burnt out from just all of the baggage that I was carrying. I was right in the crux of a complete whirlwind. My world was spiraling out of control and I became just frustrated, frustrated with life, frustrated with everything that was around me. And when it all came crashing down, and we'll talk about some of these things later as the shows progress. But when when my world came crashing down, what I was left with was remnants of myself, fragmented in many, many ways. And the challenge of rebuilding myself, for me, that challenge was the light at the end of the tunnel, though, because it gave me the opportunity to reprioritize and reorganize my life in a way that I had never done it before. And it was hella intimidating. It was hella scary. I had already lost so much, but that thought alone, I had already lost so much, is what propelled me to go further. I figured what the hell, I was at the bottom of the barrel anyway. I had nothing to lose. And so I was challenged with confronting myself. And again, once I did that, I learned that I had really taken care of everyone else in my circle except myself. I had done nothing to prepare myself for the arduous work of being a parent. Um, And, you know, of course, being a parent has its beautiful aspects where you're loving and it's kind and and it's rewarding and it's all of those things. But there's also a flip side where it's challenging. I have four kids and so four different people that I have to pour into. That's a difficult thing to do when you're not taking care of yourself. And what I learned through my crises was that part of why things were so heavy was because I wasn't taking care of myself. Now, that part... um, has many different tentacles, right? That self-care mode of thinking has many outlets. There is an emotional part of you that needs you to take care of it. There is the spiritual and the mental and the emotional. All of these things bring balance into our lives. And so when we're not in a place where we're able to clearly see in front of us uh, it might be the opportunity to sit and say, well, what am I not doing for me? Why can't I see what's in front of me clearly? Doesn't mean that you're not taking care of yourself, 
but it definitely deserves an evaluation when things get heavy, when it becomes overwhelming, when the burden feels heavier than normal. These are all red flags or they could be flags on the play. Either way, it's a time to sit with yourself and reevaluate what's going on and what's making things heavy. And so during my crisis, um, I shut down. I am a person who was diagnosed with a mood disorder. And so it was very easy for me to close myself off from people. It was very easy for me to shut down. And to be very honest, it still is very easy for me to do that. The difference is I've gotten some tools up under my belt. And so I communicate those things, but I've cut plenty of people off, changed my phone number, moved out of state, moved out of the city, moved out of the vicinity where people were because I was overwhelmed with what was coming at me. I've also learned that I have um, both attributes of an introvert and an extrovert. And so some, what I present is the extrovert, but the real comfortable part of me is the introvert. (laughs) So people who know me probably really wouldn't be surprised about that, but that, that really is true. But when you're thinking about how to manage life, right? Life on life terms. You know, for me, saying that my crises revolved around caring for my children or being a single mom, but it was another weight. It was another load on top of the heavy load that I was already carrying. And I gave them everything that I had. And it came with a lot of bumps and bruises along the way, because as you all know, there are no manuals that come to being a parent. And I didn't have healthy examples of what that looked like. And so I have two sets of children. I have an older set that are girls and a younger set that are boys. And so the girls experienced all of the drama, all of the disconnect from myself, all of the pain and heartache and everything that brought, that took me to my crisis. My older girls, unfortunately and fortunately, experienced that with me. And so I learned through that, though, what not to do in my parenting with my boys. And so through getting my life together and putting things in the order in which it should be, for me, I took some things out in terms of my parenting, reevaluated, and came to my parenting with my boys with a different perspective. That was a part of self-care, learning how to put healthy boundaries in place, learning how to communicate effectively, learning how to step to the side when things get overheated in your parenting, the communication isn't there or you're in on Mars and your kids are in on Venus. I learned how to effectively communicate with my kids. I mean, one of those things is just being transparent with them. The second part was really touching those places that had caused me so much pain and had caused me to trip up so many times. And that was baggage and trauma from my childhood. It was really a place of complete disconnect from anything that was real other than the pain that I suffered as a kid and and that trauma. 
And I brought all of those things into my adult life, into my young adult life. And I began to have children. And then I brought that into relationships, whether they were intimate relationships with significant others, relationships with friends and family. I brought all of that dysfunction, all of that rage, all of that anger. I brought all of that into my relationships. And so learning how to let go right? Like learning how to balance what's practical, what's not living in real time, meaning I began to not live in the past. And that came with a lot of soul searching, a lot of vulnerability, and a lot of honesty with myself. Let me repeat that. A lot of honesty, a lot of vulnerability, a lot of accountability with myself. And when I began to do that, I stopped pointing the finger at people. I let go of being a victim. And I really took some accountability for my own behaviors and a lot of the hurt that I had caused, not just myself, but a lot of other people. Some people who still, you know, are pretty pissed off at me. And some people who have forgave me and said, girl, I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, I I know you were a hot ass mess. I just, you know, I love you anyway. And I appreciate that. And then, you know, there were some people who came in for a season and a reason of my life. And I was able to let that go with no expectation of anything else. And so that's what I lead with is, um, you know, getting into relationships with people who um, have a firm understanding of who they are. Um, And it doesn't mean that they have everything right. It doesn't mean that they have their shit together. It just means that they know who they are. And so that's what they leave with. And those those relationships have proven to be healthy. Um, And so in terms of my well-being, I was able to, um, in my emotional um, well-being, I, I was able to, again, put boundaries in place for myself where the friendships that I began to engage with and accept in my life, I was able to put boundaries in. I was able to accept relationships as they came and they went. And I don't mean relationships in the romantic sense. I'm just meaning engaging one to the other with people who came in and out of my life and I in and out of theirs and understood and recognized and completely detached from when that time was over. And so learning how to do those things helped me establish a healthy emotional state. What also helped with my emotional and mental well-being was engaging in therapy and really getting to the root cause of a lot of my anger, a lot of my mistrust, a lot of my self-hatred. At the end of the day, you can't You can't deal with anyone else's issues, help anyone else along this road on this journey if you haven't dealt with yourself. It's virtually impossible. And so for me, I had to confront those things. And my crises brought me to face to face with a lot of those isms, you know, the isms, mother isms, father isms, family isms, relationship isms insecurities, fears, mistrust, all of those things. My crises brought me right to the tip of it all. And I had to deal with it one by one, being in therapy, actively participating, even um, making the decision to take medication 
for a period of time to help me cope, to help me deal with things because a lot of what I was dealing with was childhood trauma. It was impacting how I interacted in my day-to-day life. It was a problem. It was a problem. It wasn't just a problem for me. It was a problem for my children. And really, um, what I'm not so proud to say, but I will, is that it was a problem for anybody who was in any type of covenant relationship with me um, because I definitely couldn't be trusted. I didn't trust my damn self. And I definitely wasn't in a place where I was ready to receive any type of love. I just couldn't even conceptualize someone loving me. So those behaviors needed to be corrected. And that thought, there needed to be a paradigm shift in my thinking. And I didn't understand it. But when my world collapsed, I sure as hell did. Like, oh, okay, I need to be doing something different here that is going to change up what the hell I've been doing for the last 10, 15 years. Because that hasn't led me to anything but a whole bunch of heartache. Along the way, incorporating therapy, putting healthy boundaries in place, picking up the tools. I began to put the pieces of my life together and along the way, taking care of Tommy, putting Tommy as the priority. What I learned and I had to learn to stop feeling guilty about was putting the oxygen mask on myself. It's true. It's very, very much true. I had conditioned people though to expect something from me. And what they were expecting was for them to be prioritized, right? Like they were expecting me to put anything and everything that I needed to do for myself to the side so that I could take care of their needs immediately. And when I began to get healthy and stronger mentally and emotionally and spiritually and even physically, that shit changed. (laughs) And it changed. It feel like it changed, you know, immediately, even though I know that that's not true, but it, it had to change. And I began to say, no, I can't or not even answering it. I didn't feel obligated to answer anything after. And I still don't. If I don't want to engage in it, um, I'm not going to be rude or nasty or, you know, hurtful on any level, but I'm definitely going to let you know I'm not going to do that. If you need a reason why, I can definitely give you that. But what I've learned is most people know that when they're asking you something and it it crosses a boundary, they realize they've crossed it. They just want to continue to see how long you're going to allow yourself to be a damn doormat. And that's really the truth of it, you know, and then we put ourselves in these situations and then now we become a victim when people treat you how they've shown you that they have treated you and everybody else themselves to be manipulated, manipulated, manipulated. You've been listening to Authentically Secure, the podcast. Please like, subscribe, leave a review. Please leave a review on whatever podcast outlet you're listening on. Leave us a DM. Send us an email. Let us know what you like. Shoot, let us know what you don't like. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of constructive criticism. Again, constructive. Come on, hit me up. Let me know. Thank you for listening. Asha. Secure. 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 Secure.